Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Thomas is in the U.S. for St. Patrick's Day. And he was quoted in all this morning's papers... The examiner I'm reading from saying the government has turned a corner on home building. This There's a piece of film going around on social media over the weekend from the Doyle where he was laying into Pierce Doherty of Sinn Féin with figures and fig- more, more and more figures on the government's performance and that's kind of a follow-on from it. And then I read today that John Maxwell he to be the chief executive of a major construction company called Lioncore. He says it'll be decades before the problem is fixed because of the planning blockages and the general inertia in trying to get stuff built. Locally, Michael O'Flynn, a Cork developer, well-known Cork developer, has kind of agreed with him. And Michael, you say it's political point scoring that goes on whenever we come to housing and that's not helping anybody. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Yes, indeed. I, I just don't understand why the political system thinks this is something that they can gain extra attention and traction from. This is a highly difficult issue for so many people. And the political system should be all joined up rather than um, attacking each other because of the, of the politics uh, they represent. I just find that extremely frustrating. PJ, this is a crisis that's gone on far too long. Homelessness is a shame on our society, and the in, more and more people heading in that direction is, is, is terrible. But that's a different issue almost to the issue of housing and uh, the challenges around housing. Mm. And, you know, when I, when I see some of the some of the solutions being put forward political solutions being put forward they might be popular but it'll take years for people to realize that they won't be effective mm-hmm. and like this is this is too serious when covid came we uh, there was an emergency everybody got together they got inside the room they said we have to fix this we have to sort this but when it comes to housing it's it's everyone has their own uh, opinion and unfortunately a lot of people like us in the industry are outside the room and that doesn't mean we haven't engagement we have engagement but we won't just get a result from engagement we have to start changing the way things are done from starting off with the okay. land and the planning and okay. the zoning and all those issues. Let, let's let's break it down, Michael, into simple terms. You're a developer of many, many decades of experience at this point. Let me put a scenario in front of you. You see an opportunity to build 500 new houses. Look, there's profit in it for you and you're, well, you're entitled to that. You see enough an opportunity to build 500 new houses today. How quickly can you get shovels in the ground and how would you speed it up? Well, that's a very hard question to answer because 
we have we have sites with zoning in Cork 15 years plus and we still can't get planning because of infrastructural shortcomings that have not been resolved there's the answer Michael even though land has been zoned it is the answer but I don't want to give an extremely negative example you are talking three to four years before you can have any confidence that if you buy land to go through the the rezoning to go through the um, planning and now we've had all the difficulties feature with the judicial review system I I was uh, no make no secret I favoured the strategic housing developments the SHDs as they became known but they they became uh, a a lawyer's feast almost because of the amount of of, of JRs and all of that I mean the involvement by the courts of course is absolutely necessary but over involvement by the courts in planning is not a necessary step. The answer to your question is, how long does it take? If you got really lucky, you might get it there inside two years. It's more likely to be three to four years. Yeah. And there, it must be very frustrating to have this plan and have the even have drawings and architects and engineers and all set to go. And then someone raises up a hand and says, oh no, we need all this judicially reviewed. Do you find that some of this is about political point scoring? Well, well it is, unfortunately. And you have you have huge inconsistencies in how um, even political parties look at development. And on one hand, they're, they're calling out for housing. And on the other hand, they're they're against certain developments. I mean, you can't have it both ways. And like, we don't have a strategy. Like, we don't have a strategy that's easy to implement. Just give you an example. If land is zoned, the principle of planning on that land should be accepted by all involved. It's not. We should be talking about detail when it goes to through the planning system. You shouldn't be talking about whether or not development should take place. And there's a new planning development bill that's out in draft form at the moment. I think that's an opportunity to, to make changes. But I mean real changes. Bring certainty. You mentioned profitability. We can't develop without, without a profit because we can't fund without a profit. Oh, Michael, listen. But you don't know. You'll get no argument for me in that regard. If you're no, not making, no, I, if you're not I, making I, money, you're not turning concrete. No, it's simple. Right. But I'm making the point is, you know, people have some idea that if developers aren't involved, this supply thing is going to go way overnight. There's, there's going to be a magic solution because they are the problem. The profit element is, it should be 15% to check the funding requirements. Mm. It's way less. But the point I'm coming to is, you have a lot of difficult point scoring out there. If there was public delivery system, if there was a different system, housing would be a lot cheaper. I can tell you that, PJ, morning it would be a lot more expensive now i'll come I back to no- i come back to the whys of that but let, let me look let's look back into our history for a second we can't deny that back in the time of sean lamas younger listeners can look him up even back in the 70s when we didn't have an arse in our trousers in this country we built thousands of houses the state built them the local authorities built them tens of thousands of houses there is an argument or is there you'll tell me if there is for going back to that and having a state body building. 
Well, I can just tell you, if we go down that road, we're going to make a bad situation a lot worse. Tell me why. We don't, the state does not have an infrastructure. Back then, the local authorities had an infrastructure that enabled them to build housing. But the point I was making a moment ago, if you go back to an open book system, you can then, you have visibility on what the sector is delivering. But we have a lot of people now, TJ, who are on public housing. When I went building houses first 40 years ago, these people were able to buy private housing. So what's gone wrong? What's gone wrong when your average couple who are working, you know, in reasonable jobs, public or private, can't afford a house anymore? And back then, you know, before, Gary, that I'm talking about, you had thousands of, of, of public housing, and that's the only show, so to speak. But we, we are very good at overdoing things in this country. We, we had problems, but we stopped building when we should have been um, planning for the future. Yeah. And unfortunately, at this moment in time, we do not have a, a strategy to deliver housing at a price. When I was building houses first, VAT was 3%. Yeah, it's now thirteen and a half percent. Development levies didn't exist. Like the amount of taxes now associated with new housing is quite extraordinary that people don't fully realise. And you know, people say, "Well, if you public housing, the land is free." There's no such thing as free land. If there's public land and public ownership, that has a value. Um, I wanted to get to something that I, d- I don't know whether or not you are in a position to comment on it. But we'll see when I get to it. But you were about to say that it all gets too political too quickly. Well, it does, and it doesn't need to, because shelter housing is one of the probably one of the two most important important um, requirements that people have, and we just need to get to a system where people can afford housing or people are helped to have housing. At this moment in time, we have an enormous deficit. I think the Taoiseach said the other day that the country needs 250,000 houses. Yeah. Um, that's the backlog. I don't disagree with his number, but how are we going to get to a level that we get normality back into the market? Because the last thing we need is is a business that that's, that has no you know normal basis. Mm. To. And this moment in time, we are a long way from normality. How are we as regards staff? I was listening to a discussion on another program that we're so short now of apprentices in this country. We will we will run out of brickies and chippies and sparks and plumbers because they'll just retire and we won't have any coming through the system. Are we running into a shortage of construction workers as well? We are. We lost a decade of people come, coming into the, the, the trade, the whole trades area. We are all investing in, in you know, different building techniques to, to make it um, quicker and maybe less reliable on, on some of the trades that are not attractive anymore because people look at the IT world and other worlds and say, well, why would we go into a business that, that that's fluctuates so much? To answer your question, we have a lot more capacity. 
we 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 have a problem there needs to be um a, a whole incentivization of, of for companies and individuals to get into trades and companies to help yeah. that is an issue that is not being dealt with and that's a problem because people don't fully realize it's like i think in 2012 we're heading for the housing crisis and nobody wanted to know you're raising a very good a very good question this is an issue that we have to give more attention and time to it's not an issue when you're building 25,000 units but if you're building what has been predicted recently by by experts that we need 50,000 units well then you have a problem we don't have the workers we don't have the we don't have the workers to deliver at this moment in time for the numbers we should be delivering yeah. like timber frame a, timber frame is seems to be the way to go now in a lot of construction do we yeah, have we, enough we, carpenters for example to do timber well, frame we, we, it's a good question. We, we have we, timber frame. We're all moving in that direction, and we've all invested in structures to do with timber frame. Um, we don't. You don't need maybe the the absolute carpenter uh, um, trade for all of timber frame delivery and 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 construction. So there there are some advantages there. If you if you, if it's faster you, for um, a start. It, it's faster, and it's it, it's a lot of it is done offsite, which 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 the the the, the workers necessary for that, and don't have to be carpenters as such. Even though carpenters are, are crucial to the yeah. to the actual erection, so there's a lot going on there. But to answer the question, we 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 don't have enough. We have enough for what we're doing at the moment. We don't have enough if we were delivering or if we were trying to catch up on, on what the Taoiseach presented or said was the shortfall. Yeah, it's like the, the two questions going around at the moment. We have one question, where are people going to go? And like you said there, we now have another question, where are, who, who's going to build all these houses that we need? Can I ask you lastly, Michael, if you want to comment on it, the situation with the eviction ban, a huge political football at the moment, opposition calling it for to be extended, government saying we couldn't do that, and then actually the crucial line coming out of government is, it would have made matters worse. Agree or disagree? Where do you stand? Well, first of all, I think the eviction ban was put there for a period. I think it's it's not a great strategy to to actually introduce in the first place. Anything you must introduce that you must take away is quite problematic. I wish they looked at what, what can we do to help landlords stay, stay in the market, and that's hasn't happened. It, it the ban has come to an, uh, an end, and all of a sudden everyone's running around to see what can we do. Uh, I I think the people who pay rent are, are are in a very difficult place. But if you if you want a if you want a house, and I'm not here to speak for anyone now, but uh, landlords are entitled to, to sell if they have a good reason to sell. But a lot of them are selling PJ because they can't make it work anymore. Yeah. They have rising interest rates. They they have rental caps and all that go with it, and they have penal tax between the the tax itself and the USC charge. The 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 um, PRSI, you're over 50%. Like, well, why would you bother? But you do um, have a property, which is a massive asset. You do have a property, which is, of course, an asset, and, and, and it's an important asset, but the reality of the situation is you don't have a property that's going to maybe appreciate that what happened in times past, but you have to look at the challenges, and I would be saying, I wish they gave more tax breaks in relation to the people not to leave the market, 
And if you made them attra- attractive enough, this needs drastic intervention at this time to stop people. And I know the political system is 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 um, is very busy now at the moment on both sides. And uh, you know, I, I understand why they had to stop it, but I don't understand why we're not making it so attractive that might get people who are not leave, selling for family reasons, but are selling because they've had enough. Landlords are being demonised. Like you're almost people are almost afraid to say they're a landlord anymore, even though I don't like the word. But the, the reality situation is make it attractive. If people will sell to a housing body or sell, you know, with the tenants sit in situ, mm-hmm. give give capital gains tax break. Make make it interesting for people not to go ahead. Make it interesting for people to stay, to hold on. But people have had enough and they are getting out. But if you do something now that's very attractive, you know, we, we have a, in this country, people don't like paying taxes. Make Because the consequences of it are we're going to house them somewhere. And we have all these people on housing lists. We have the Ukrainian, the refugees. It's like, the, the la- we should make it attractive for people to not sell their properties. You won't do that unless you give something something dramatic almost yeah. to stop the flow. And I think... A, a radical change, a radical change, I think, Michael, in the tax system as it applies to, to, to small-time landlords, particularly fellows with two and three properties. We're not talking about huge funds or hundreds of properties. A, a, a change in the, in the tax as it applies to landlords. It was saying for years, it's like these people were, were, are, are being driven out of the system. I know people are criticising them for selling their homes. There was a strategy for these people to get out because it became less and less attractive to have a rental income and uh, and all the the penal tax structures. Like we're very critical in this country about the big institutional landlords, the investors that are that are in the major metropolitans, mainly Dublin. My goodness, look how bad we'd be off. <laughs> how bad we'd be. If some of those um, structures didn't build the thousands of units they, they built. But the the smaller landlords are crucial to the regional and indeed to to our own area in Cork. But we have to make it attractive for them to stay or indeed to get back in because we need people to rent properties to people who are trying to to work and get on the ladder to to save for housing. Okay, Michael, I'll leave it there. Thank you very much, Cork developer Michael O'Flynn. Widespread views there on the crisis in building, the crisis in renting, And there's that point he makes. You can aim for all these additional builds. You could talk about building this and building that and building the other. Who's going to build them? Because we have a massive shortage of tradespeople. Quartz 96 FM.